Aloha kako, ina kamaina, naho aloha, maina vayapo, ea no mako, kohana, konoya oko, pule mai, pule mai, e pule mai kako, e pule mai kako, pui pu kako, pule pu. Mahalo, you may be seated. Aloha kakahiaka mana Krishnohana. Matthew chapter 6 verse 10 provides us simple guidance through the Lord's Prayer that we can all follow. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Navahini Hilinai Yayasu is blessed to present our mele this morning entitled Heaven Come, written by Jen Johnson. Have a blessed day. Aloha. Just to be with you, your glory. 
to be with you. I love to be with you.
a laila. Makopono e hoopaa ia ai kanohoa li'i. A e nohono ke kahi maluna oia, makapono makahale ho'i o Davida. He luna kanawai e imeana i kopolo lei e ho'oponopono kokeana no ho'i. From Isaiah 16.5 I kopono, a throne will be established. I kopono, a man will sit on it, one from the house of David. One who in judging seeks justice and speeds the cause of righteousness. Kapono, here referring to both love and faithfulness. And when we look further down in the scripture, we see the word ho'oponopono, ho'o, the causative, and ponopono, pono times two, pono emphasized and referring to righteousness. This verse is the glimmer of love and hopefulness for humanity in the midst of a condemning prophecy against Moab, which could easily read as a prophecy against any group of people at any geographic area at any point in time. We can take heed and feel the prod of condemnation against us, but in Kapono, love, a seed of justice is established. In Kapono, faithfulness, justice speeds the cause of righteousness, ho'oponopono. And so, no matter our time or place, we can feel the prod of Kapono speeding the cause of ho'oponopono. The purpose and intention of this verse is to direct us out of the Old Testament and into the New, away from separation from God and into fellowship with Christ. For us, kapono, and aloha nui to you.
need you to fill my cup. One, two, three. Fill my cup, Lord. Run it over. Give me love. Give me joy. I'm Kimo Hoopai and good morning from Mana Christian Ohana online service for Sunday, September 11, 2022. It's, uh, I hope everyone is doing good. As for us in Waimea, we're pretty dry. We, not, not pretty dry, we are dry. And it's, it's good for some people, but it's hard on the ranchers, the farmers, and everybody else that if you don't water your yard it's going to be dusty and dirt after grass is gone and everything comes up but that's why we trust God we believe in him and we understand that on due time it's going to come and as a rancher as a cowboy for years and understanding that if if we can't trust God, then we can't believe in everything that He does. So trust in Him and believing that He can do all things makes it more easy on the heart, easy on our minds, and we can have that peace that surpasses all understanding. Well, anyway, uh, I want to open up with a puli, a pulikako. Heavenly Father, we just give you the praise and the glory this morning. As we come before you, we ask that you come in into our midst and, and you guide us and lead us through this word, Lord. You guide me. And may the word that I bring from you would be you and you alone, Lord. But I trust in you and I believe in you. I pray this all in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, straight to the word. The sermon today is going to be on Reclaimed and Restored. Definition for of reclaimed, retrieve or recover something previously lost, given or paid, obtained the return of. Biblically meaning, to claim back, to demand the return of as a right. So you get different meanings, but I believe the one from the from the Bible is so true that to claim back, to get back what was once ours. If we lost it, we, we need to claim it back. And the only way we can do this is through Jesus Christ. What got me going on this topic was uh, one of my good friends while working West Hawaii Concrete, we used to talk a lot about what they do with the, the cement that is the buyers couldn't use it all, so they bring it back or whatever, rained, rain on a project, they couldn't use it. So what it, what's done with it, they bring it back to West Hawaii Concrete. And they got a place out there that they dump all their extra concrete that they have in the truck. 
and it's piles of it. It piles up. They got big. But later on, they'll go back, bust it all up with the, uh, the machines, put it on a belt, run it through the crusher, and then they'll run it through the batch plant. And what it does is uh, it separates, they salvage a lot of the, the old, uh, the sand is one. The number three is another one. And the slurry from the uh, cement that is used to harden the concrete. And by that process, they start to running through the batch plant again, adding water, adding everything to get that concrete back into life. And they're used on different jobs again. And the only way they did it by is is by certain process that they use. And it's made new. They they use it over again. So that had me thinking about what Christ can do for us. He can run us through so much things, break us down so we can he can reclaim our lives. He can reclaim us to what he wants us to be. With the concrete, they add water. Same thing in our lives. We need the water, but the water of life. So as I go through my sermon today, um, I pray your your mind is um, thinking about yourself, thinking about what Christ did for you or someone you knew. So reclaimed, my first one. First scripture is First Timothy. First Timothy. Um, it comes from the International Standard Version. And uh, it comes from 1 Timothy, Timothy 1, 15, 16. This is a trustworthy saying that deserve complete acceptance to this world. Messiah came, sinful people, to reclaim I am the worst of them, but for that reason I receive mercy, so that in me, as the worst sinner, the Messiah Jesus might demonstrate all this, his patience, as an example for those who would believe in him for eternal life. And this is Paul talking about, he was one of the worst sinners. And, and I look at Paul and I can see myself. He was one of the worst sinners, but see what God did was God restored, reclaimed um, Paul. He he put that seal on Paul, and he said, "I want you in my army of God." And by that, you know, Paul became a big um, a witness for Christ because of what he stand. He used to he used to crucify the Jews. Because he didn't believe in Christ. And now he turned. And now he's he's with Christ. But that was a reclaiming of Christ coming in. And, and just giving him that new time. That new life. That eternal life. And, and it's a lot with us. See, when God comes into our lives and started to mold and shape what he did with me. Mold and shape me. 
it becomes new again. He can use that vessel that he once shaped years ago when I was young. And somewhere along the line, I lost the way. But I wasn't dead. He knew I was still alive, so he came back in and started. He reclaimed me as one of his people to go out and spread the news through my witnessing, through my testimony. He said, through the blood of your lamb and your testimony, people will see the difference. And that's what Christ wants us to do. Revelation 3.20 Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with them, with that person, and they with me. See, he's waiting. He's waiting for you to ask for that reclaimed position in his army, in his um, discipleship, in his walk. Christ is waiting for each and every one of us. Someone out there needs him so much, but it's hard. I know. It took me a long time to, to really look at the big picture. I was like the Israelites walking the valley for 40 years. I didn't accept Jesus Christ until I was 40. And that's a long time. So when you talk about the Israelites um, unbelieving, didn't un they got something, then they re-questioned Christ. They re-questioned God. They wasn't satisfied. They, they wanted more. But instead of wanting what Christ had, they wanted what they wanted. Same thing like me. I was in the same position. So as, as we go on, he said, he stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears this voice and opens the door, he will come in. He will reclaim our lives. He will put that seal on. And that seal is eternal life with Jesus. Colossians 1, 13 and 14. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son He loves, in whom He have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. See, Christ can rescue us. He can reclaim us. He can be, be the one that said, yes, they came, they asked, I, can, I went out. I took that step and put them on my seat and without that then we don't have any any life we're actually dead and i'm sorry for my dogs i, I was praying that we go right through the sermon without my dogs barking it's like auntie hannah's chickens but bear with me with this so he's rescued us he came in he claimed us from the dominion of darkness the world is so dark but he wants us to see the light, and the only light he has is the Son of God. And if we take that step, what uh, a new life that would be. What a new life. But it's up to us. That's why I say it. it's a choice each and every day to walk with Christ or not to. And he gives us that choice. Who can you find out there that will give you that choice nobody else 
Luke 19.10. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. So that's his, that's his, not job, but that's his love for each and every one of us. To come back and grab somebody that can make a difference out there. That can share the word. That can go out and say, my God did this for me. My God changed my life. My God is someone that loved me because he has given me salvation so I can go out and share his love for somebody else. That's the reclaiming. That's so high in his stature that someone out there needed him. And when he saw that cry of pleading, we had to get down on our knees and really ask, Lord, help me, because I can't do it. Heaven knows how much times I asked, and I went back just like the Israelites. But when he came, when I was 40 years old, he came and he said, I'm going to claim this soul of mine, which is me. And I become one of his sons. There's no other feeling that we can have today that will bring fulfillment in our lives. Nothing that can do that but the Son of God coming into your life and saying, Here, I claim you in the name of Jesus. My next topic I'm going to talk about, which is two, and, and they come together. Restored. Meaning for restored was the give back, return. Biblical meaning, renewal, revival. So when I look at restored, I'm going, wow. God gave me something that we all can have. He's not only here for me or Brother Henry or whoever else. He's here because of his love for each and every one of us. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. John 3, 16. But see, that's why he came because he had so much he wanted to give us. And when we accept him, he restores our lives. Psalm 51, 10 to 13. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me the willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your ways so that sinners will return back to you. That's the restoring. By we going out, and I mean we... We, all believers, should be going and, and sharing the good news, what Christ done for you. Take the scriptures, that the cards that you have, that will help them with salvation. Take the scriptures close to your heart, that will help somebody that helped you. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding, and always acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. Those kind of scriptures really bring you close to Christ. But you need them 
in your quiver. You need them in your clip, not for bullets, but for the Word of God is the strength. It's, it's a sword. And we need to carry that with the belief that we understand the Word. So that's why Kao preached the Word so much, because we need it. And why we need it? Because to help those that don't know Him, come close to Him. To help those that somewhere along the way they got lost, to reclaim their lives and to restore their lives. So maybe you had a better walk. We don't know. I can talk because my walk wasn't good. Somewhere along the line, God came in, reclaimed me, and He restored me. And the only way He can do it was to create me a new heart so I can think, I can, I can love people more. It was all about me, not other guys or anyone else. It was always about me. But Christ wants us to think about everybody else but ourselves. And He will restore me, you, and whoever is listening right now. If you're going through a hard time, pull up this scripture in Psalms 5110. Because He does restore each and every one of us. My next scripture comes from Hosea 6.1 NIV. Come, let us return to the Lord. He has torn us to pieces, but it will heal us. He has injured us, but He will bind up our wounds. See, all what we went through, it's nothing. I shouldn't say it's nothing. It's something. But see, God was making us a better person. Making us something that He wants us to be, not what we want to be or I want to be. He's, he's creating something in us that a Christ-like attitude. And that's what He wants from us. He wants everything that we have to be forgotten about, but think about Him. Because He has something greater than anyone can think about. When Job was going through all his stuff, he said, Though he may slay me, yet I will put my trust in him. Why? Because of Christ restoring Job and just being everything. And Job loved God so much. And he stayed there close to God. So by doing that, it's, it's, a, it's something really... You have to come and accept Jesus Christ and be reclaimed and restored to see the feeling that each and every one of us who accepted Him have. And it's the joy. It's the joy. It's that heart that God created that we can have because He restored us to what He wanted us to be. Isaiah 40, 28-31. Do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. God created everything. And if you don't know, go find out right now. I pray that you open up your Bible and start from the beginning. Read. If you don't know, ask somebody. 
the new NIV standard, the NIV Bibles, has all the, the, the notes on the side. If you don't understand, read the notes and, and pray about it. When you open a Bible, pray before you open it, because that will shed the light for you. <clears throat> he will grow and not grow tired or weary. And it's an understanding no one can fathom. We can't really fathom what God has for each and every one of us. And it's all different. He gave us something, a gift, to be used on His purpose. And, and that's the part where sometimes you wonder, why me, God? It's not questioning Him. It, it's thinking about, wow, God, you took me out of this. This life that I led, I lived for years, and you put me in this this life now, which is your life that you want me to live. It's hard to phantom, but believe me, it's real. It's something that Christ did, and he's going to keep doing it, not only for me, you, and somebody else who needs him. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. See, when he restores, we become a new person. We become a new creation in God. In Corinthians, talk about we, we become a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. He's with us. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. So he's always by our side watching and, and taking care of us. But he wants us to understand that we do go tired, we do go weary, but we need to trust in him. Even youths go weary and tired, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. That's the part. Renew your strength. If we hope in the Lord, that's the, the biggest thing. That we might have trials, we might go through hard times, but if we keep our hope in the Lord, He will renew our strength. They will soar on wings like eagle. They will run and not go weary. They will walk and not be faint. Doesn't that inspire you? Doesn't that make you feel like, wow, my God, He has so much to give me if I just listen, if I just read the Word, if I just attend a Bible study. Get to a place where we need to be. 1 Peter 5, 10 and 11. And the God of all grace, who called you to this eternal life, glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you, make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him, the power forever and ever. Amen. He will restore you. He will make you the new whoever it may be. He made the new Kimo. He made the new Kahu. He made the new Zanga. He made the new Ranger. On and on. He made a lot of us new. He reclaimed and he restored. In closing, there is always hope in Christ Jesus. He reclaims and restores all who seeks him. Amen. Epulikako. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise your name. And we thank you for your word today. Lord, I pray that whatever was of you, let it be. And wasn't, and you cast it out in the name of Jesus. But I trust in you, Lord, that because of your reclaiming of 
on each and every one of our lives, Lord, and the restoring made us a better person to go out and serve you, to go out and help those that need the help, to go out and open the ears that are deaf, to go out and let you shine because your word is unexplainable. People need to feel and hear you, Lord. But I thank you. I praise you all in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a blessed day. Aloha. Uh, please pray this prayer with me. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent for the sake of your son, Jesus Christ. Have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your way to the glory of your name. Amen. On the night when Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. And after he had given thanks, he broke and gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body. Do this in remembrance of me. Epulikako. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that we have another opportunity to come before you, Father, to ask for forgiveness, to ask you to come in and cleanse us, Lord, so that our hearts would be right with you, Father that you would forgive us of all our iniquities and our sins. And we cry out to you, Abba Father, wash us white as snow by your precious blood. So Father, as we partake of this bread, we represent your body, the bread of life. We ask, Father, that you would bless it and that we would make a new commitment to you today to love you more like the messenger Sarah today. To live the life in the living water that flows. We just praise you for who you are, Lord. And we love you. And we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may partake. Then he took this cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. For the forgiveness of their sins, let us pray. Father, as we partake of this cup, let us never forget how powerful and this blood is, Lord, that you poured out for many. Thank you for forgiving us. Thank you for setting us free. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy and grace. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may partake. i
There's no place I would rather be 